It's, uh, it's a great privilege to be joined by Anne Harley this morning, all the way from Townsville. And for many who are familiar with Movement Australia, Anne will be no stranger. She's a prominent figure uh, in church unity in Townsville and has been to movement conferences and featured on movement videos before. Uh, Anne is, uh, in her own words, the self-appointed coordinator of uh, church unity group in Townsville and also has served for a, a number of years now as the president of the Stable Committee, uh, which is an amazing event in Townsville that happens every Christmas and we're going to talk a bit more about that in a moment. But firstly, welcome Anne. Thank you. Thank you very much, Evan. It's nice to talk from sunny Queensland. Yeah, it's beautiful. Look, even, into, even in Toowoomba, it's beautiful today. So in Townsville, I imagine it's perfect. So summer in Queensland doesn't get any better. <laughs> Never. <laughs> and um, it is great to be able to chat today. And uh, just recently in, in the week leading up to Christmas, you've run your stable event again in Townsville, which I believe was the 21st event. That's correct, yes, amazing, incredible. That is amazing, amazing. Um, Many people will be familiar with stable, but for those who may not, can you explain what is stable uh, and give us a bit of a background? Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, actually, it came from what you guys in Toowoomba did um, with Christmas the Full Story when I uh, was involved in a church there, when I... Uh, heard that I was having to leave. That was the thing. It was like, <laughs> and came up here, was involved in a church here, and was able to just do a really mini version of that. But somehow it just took off. We did that for three years, and we were asked to go to the Strand. We changed its name to Stable on the Strand. Um, and there we recreated the whole Christmas story uh, in a big tent. We, we built it over five days, uh, and then we had people come through the tent. Then we ended up building a whole city. Um, we had a Roman area and market area and shepherds and uh, and actors and animals, and then we put around that the things that you put around an event, from food to entertainment, um, hospitality, uh, and it just, it just blossomed. And so... Um, in 2019, we had over 45,000 people down at the Strand, um, and that was fabulous, and we thought this is our best year. And then, of course, COVID came, uh, and we had to we lost pivot, uh, and we, we uh, created Stable on the Streets, and that um, a lot of people I don't think could really see the, what was happening there. We, we, we put three sites up, and then we invited people to create an expression of Christmas in their space even just to put up a star, uh, and um, and we then put that on a website. Look, success, hard to measure, but something happened in that because we actually called the church to be the church. You get out of your spot and you create something in your place. Don't hide behind the church doing something and I'll come and help. Uh, and so we have maintained stable on the streets, encouraging people to create something, an expression of Christmas in their space. Uh, and I think it's about the church getting out, and that was really good. Uh, last year was very COVID-affected, so we actually decided then to shift, and we went to another place at, in Townsville called Riverway, uh, and we did a sort of mini event there because of the restrictions. So this was our first year back. We went back to Riverway. It's a more needier area, beautiful area, uh, and um 
recreated again the whole Christmas story, but we had we had other things this year like uh, we had youth activities, we had a sideshow alley, uh, we had a, a little st the Stable Express train that went throughout the whole event. We had an Indigenous area, a yarning circle, uh, um, and so alongside the food and the entertainment, everything. So it's a, it's a it's a really big event that tells the story of Christmas. And is a gift to the people of Christmas, of Townsville at Christmas time. Yeah, is that the overall purpose or vision that you have for the event? Is that you wanting to give a gift to your city at Christmas time? Well, that's certainly part of it. I mean, how does the church, a church in a city, give a gift to the city? It's, I think that's an interesting question. Or do we want to? But I think how do we bless the city? And we certainly see this as one way that we can do it. And we can only do it if the church is combined and it's all free. That, that's what's so amazing, I think, that it's all free. Mm. Um, but it, it fosters unity. Uh, we have over 60 churches involved, uh, which is quite incredible uh, and, and absolutely fabulous. Um, you know, the bishop comes up to me and, you know, slaps me on the back and we have a chat, uh, the Catholic bishop. He had invited me along to uh, one of the, the meetings with all the priests, and so I talked to all the priests about Stable, and this year we went to one of the Catholic churches and presented at a large Catholic church in the city. Um, so th this gives a, um, a tool to get into churches and to express unity that we couldn't in, in any other way. We think it's a chance to tell the Christmas story. Um, and that can't be told in so many places around Australia and the world, like the story of Jesus, but we can tell it, you know, loudly and clearly, um, which is great. I think it's an act of spiritual warfare. Um, we, we, it is a, um, a harder area of the city, and uh, we, we just really wanted to bring light by working together, by worshipping over that space, praying over that space, um, just really bringing the thinking that we were taking ground. And, and we really want to strengthen families. We've got to work on how we do that, but strengthen the families that come, but strengthen the families that volunteer together too, and they have a great time volunteering together. So that's some of what we want to achieve. You mentioned 60 churches actively contribute to Stable. Either financially or volunteers come from that church and are involved in Stable. And 60 churches out of a total, how many churches would there be in the Townsville area? Oh, <laughs> Look, there's, I think in a city outside, there's little churches that are coming and going all the time. But, look, it, it, that would be all the mainstream churches, the mainstream Pentecostals. Look, there'd only be a couple not. Mainstream Pentecostals, mainstream um, evangelical, mainstream, your mainstream churches, plus some of your smaller um, uh, Indigenous churches and um, yeah, just smaller fellowships. Yeah, so yeah. it's... Well, there's, well the, the, the database has a lot more. It certainly grasps that you're probably, you know, 80% of the people, the Christians in the city. That's amazing. So it's got widespread buy-in by yeah. the majority yes. of the body of Christ in town. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's good. And yeah. I like what you said. It's not only a stable, seems to be not only a result of church unity, but also itself fosters church unity, gives you an in with, you know, yeah. um, people that you might not ordinarily relate to in the body of Christ, such as, you know, Catholics or others that um, yeah. where there's yeah. not yeah. a natural sort of bridge 
Yes, yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, I spoke probably for about the 10 weeks leading up to it in different churches, and that was Pentecostal churches, Baptist churches, yeah, yeah, Catholic churches, the, the whole, uh, last year, the Seventh-day Adventist church, the whole breadth of it. Um, and it's wonderful to get those invitations and to be part of their worship. And um, As I understand, you have also a number of businesses that uh, are involved, as well as council. Um, yeah. Can you speak to that for a moment in terms of co the community involvement that is maybe not directly connected with the church? Yeah, yeah, sure. So council um, has been on board from the day, day we went to Stable on the Strand, giving us $50,000 or more a year, which over 21 years is, is over a million dollars the council has put into the church presenting the Christmas story. Um, and uh our conversations with the council is that's not going to change. You know, while that council's there, they're, they're not going to change because it's supported by. We had we had over thirty thousand people this year. The community love it, so um, so that's really exciting. Um, uh, if, you know, with the council money, is there any strings attached with that? Like, are there any parameters around what you can share or not share, or how you do the event? Like, do they put any limitations on you? No, no, none at all. I mean, we have to tell them what we're going to spend the money on, but there's heaps of infrastructure, so we just get, we just um, uh, put put those sorts of bills in. But I remember right early on, um, <laughs> we, I, we we had we had 14 days of prayer and fasting leading into the stable, and then we. There's three main hills in Townsville, Castle Hill, Mount Louisa and Mount Stewart. We took, we hired um, huge spotlights and put them on the top of those hills and had intercessors on those hills while stables going on and the lights going around. Now, I'm not quite sure it had the effect that we can visualise, but but the idea was there and council paid for those lights. <laughs> we just put in lights. But this was a... Are bringing light into the city, and I think we do quite a lot of prophetic acts that um, get people think, "Oh, yeah, that's nice." But behind it, like stable on the streets, I think there's something much more powerful going on. Mm. And with business, um, businesses see the value of the event, and yeah, so we had um, we've had got over seventy businesses um, involved in helping with sponsorship and. Um, we had different things this year, different things people could sponsor or be involved in the program. So, yeah, I mean, it's really wonderful support um, from the businesses. And then there's community groups. Um, there's multiple community groups that um, probably 20 or 30 community groups that St John's Ambulance came on board this year and just gave us their time to do the first day as, as an example. Um, but, like, the, the, the lighting and sound is an incredibly expensive area. and um, We've just had like eighty percent off from the businesses giving us those areas, which has enabled us to do it. We really couldn't. Um, we, we always only just make it. That's the grace of God. We couldn't do it without that, that, that support, fabulous support. Now you've just wrapped up for another year. Um, you know, coming up, leading up to it's the week leading up to Christmas, isn't it? Or the few so days. So always, up. always the eighteenth and twenty second. So if anyone wants to come and see us, eighteenth and twenty second. The twenty second okay. of December. Yeah. Yes. And so, as you you know, you've had a few weeks to reflect, or maybe you maybe you've totally switched off and haven't thought about it yet. <laughs> but when you um when you reflect on last year's event, you said thirty thousand people through, you know, sixty churches, seventy businesses. 
what are your reflections on um, the most recent event and how do you measure yeah. impact or, or success? What does that look like for you? I mean, I think I think they're just really good questions that we we struggle with. Um, I mean, some, some of our volunteers were saying this is the best year yet, which is interesting. I'm not sure whether have you? I don't know whether I felt that, but you know, nothing went wrong. Now that sounds a bit funny. I think we had one wallet stolen, but like um, this area is this is where the kids all go and do all sorts of things, and none of it happened. It just it just all quietened down. Um, and we come to the meetings at night and say, okay, what do we need to fix up? No, there was nothing to fix up. Um, Townsville, Townsville in summer is a ridiculous time to do an event because we have cyclones, we're in monsoon. Um, in 21 years, we have lost two and a half hours. The, 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 the council carols have been cancelled time after time. And again, no rain, it rained the day after we finished. Like, how do we measure I don't know how we measure it, but there is a real sense of God on the event, God moving, lives being touched and changed. We have people praying for people and they just have some wonderful stories of, of God doing stuff. I taught a young fellow came around, he said, I said, what are you doing? We're setting up. And he said, oh, keeping out of trouble. I said, oh, so do you, you at school? No, I left school. He's only 14. Um, he said, looking for a job. I said, uh, you want me to get you a job? And I went over to the guys doing the food. I said, you want to put another? I knew they were short-staffed. And uh, so he got his first job. He was meant to go to his dad, but he, they kept him at his mum so he could have this first job. And um, Yeah, it's just things like that are just so exciting to be part of and feel you're part of the kingdom. The guy driving the train, he's just an entertaining supplier in town. He says, and I don't want to be just the supplier here. I want to be part of your team. And we have lots of non-Christians who want to be part of the team. It's amazing, really, because hmm. they see something going on. Feels, I think they feel something. It's the presence of God. Now, obviously, Stables is a big event. I imagine it's the biggest event that is an expression of the church unity in Townsville. I imagine it's, there's nothing else going on throughout the year that would rival it. Um, but what does church unity look like in Townsville, the other you know, 11 months of the year? I think it looks different after COVID than before COVID, which is interesting. But let me just share with you, a, um, I don't know how I sensed it, but I just sensed it in the spirit leading up to um, Christmas. It, I just heard bells ringing and tolling out, you know, the sort of joyous bells that come out of a cathedral. And it was, God, what was that? And... Um, I felt it was him saying, this is the church. This is the church. So many going and doing service acts um, for um, needy people, carols being um, sung, special events being held, carol services being sung, even all the carols. I mean, carols are a declaration of Jesus. They are the most fabulous thing in all the shopping centres. In streets, we send carolers out to different places. And, and then, of course, there was stable. And it was like, God was just being glorified in all that, not all in unity stuff, but all individually together created this, this wonderful bells tolling um, as if to announce the coming of the king, and mm. I felt that was very exciting. Mm. Um, we, we, 
we do things together at towns in towns. Well, like the global leadership um, summit of so what is it called now? I don't know, that, that network that that's that's done uh, by one of the younger. Um, pastors in the city she's employed by them she does a fabulous job and she does it with others the younger pastors get together and um, coordinate things together I'm speaking at um, well I'm involved in scripture union training day and there's about eight different eight of us all from different churches involved which you would probably may expect from scripture union but we all know each other there's great relationship um we have a weekly prayer meeting. It probably needs a bit of a revamp. It's pretty small. It's still via Zoom, um, but but it happens, and that's great. Uh, and then we have breakfasts every month, two months, whenever something comes up. And um, we can have up to 70 people at those breakfasts. People want to come together and share and, and, and join. But when something happens, like when we had the floods a few years ago, because there's all that relationship, suddenly we could call them together with much, not much notice. And the people who do children's ministry said, we're going to look after the children. And the people with young adults said, we've set up our, our app to, um, or connection to talk to our young people and get them wherever they people need help. The Salvation Army did their thing. It was amazing, you know, because the relationship was already there. And, mm. uh, and I think we just keep working on that relationship. Mm. Very good. Sounds like there's quite a high watermark of, of of unity that's or a um, you know, what's the word? A, a fair degree of capital that's easy to draw on when you know, like in times yeah. of crisis or where yeah. there's real needs that need to be um to be addressed. Yes. Um, yeah. You're listening to Love Your City. It's a Movement Australia podcast. We believe that communities can be transformed as a unified church in every city or town lives and proclaims the gospel into every sphere of society. We'll tell stories from where this is already happening. We'll dig into the Bible to better understand God's heart for cities and towns. And we'll discuss practical strategies. Because no matter where you live, a gospel movement can happen. When you think about stable going forward, um, just to come back to stable for a moment, what do you see? Do you see is there room for expansion or for greater impact? Um, you know, what's your sort of your vision when you think about, say, the next five to ten years of, of stable? Yeah, I think that's, that's a really good question because those of us who started it probably are getting to the older spectrum in our lives, um, and I'm not sure younger people are going to put in what we put in like um the five days setting up stable in it was horrendous heat this year um just i don't know that necessarily everyone wants to do that um but uh we we're working on some different um groups of people we've, we've got a group working on the whole strategy forward and how to bring more impact of stable into the community for longer. And they're going to be working on that aspect of strengthening families and how we can really strengthen families um, with stable. Uh, and uh, last year we had a, we, we did again, it was similar this year, a bus coming from one of the needy areas 
down to stable and we had on, on barbecues on the bus stops. People came, free barbecue, and then they hop on the bus and come on down. Well, um, now they've got free barbecue in the, in one of the parks um, that actually PCYC has set up. But I think it's sort of really modelled on what we did, you know. So that's something that's kept going. Um, or yeah, and some of the churches have got in behind that and helped that. Um, so we've got a strategy. We need to develop our resource base. Even though we've got all those businesses, um, we really need strengthening financially um, to help us take forward. I think we need to employ more staff. We've got two. We've got 35 hours of staff to put on this incredible event. You know, I think we need staff in in other areas um, and. To ensure our volunteer base, we need we need to keep working on on strategies which we can do. It doesn't actually even need to be towns or people. We we're getting people coming up or, or energizing the churches. Um, mm. So, but I think we want to work more on yeah how we can do continue this into the community um, throughout the year. Uh, would, would be something we'd really want to work at. Mm. There's just lots of spin-offs and, you know, it's hard to know when when God's done that spin-off. Like I was handing out pamphlets and I had a group of people with me handing out pamphlets in one of the shopping centres we had access to there and we created an activity centre in the shopping centre. I mean, it's just amazing. And um, But they were sort of hiding behind the pillars. Handing out. I thought, this is the church. We are so... Uh, lack boldness and insecurity and stable is something that one exposes it but two we can maybe use to help people to get a bit more grit to get out there with the gospel and to, to be the church. Mm. Yeah it reminds me of um, something that stood out to me in a previous interview that we did with you probably 12 months ago at, at stable where you said um, something like um, the church has a lot of catching up to do. We need to be in a tremendous state of change and to work harder at getting into the community more. Mm. Sorry, do you remember saying that? <laughs> I'm not putting words in your mouth. I watched it again this morning just to double-check that I had it right. And I, and I wanted to ask, um, is that something that has been happening more in the last 12 months in Townsville or is it, you know, that? that being willing to change, being willing to try new things, to grow in boldness, to be more community focused. Mm-hmm. Um, where is that at in Townsville? Uh, look, it's still got a long way to go, but bit by bit, I, I, I feel it's something like suddenly the tables turn. So I think it's just, it's just um, we keep plodding away at it, and then suddenly something will flip. Um, I, I think there's still a lot of work to do. To we're still very much stuck in our Sunday little ah, Christian groups, um, and I think stable is one way. But I think we've probably got to work a, a lot of other ways to try and help people just to to get out and to really um, not be afraid of of who we are. Do you imagine that that requires a restructure of the way? The church operates. You talked about being Sunday centric and perhaps building yeah. centric. Do you imagine a different expression of church that allows more freedom to engage with the community? What do you sort of, when you speak in that language, what what are you imagining? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, look, I, I know that a lot of energy for myself when I was a minister, I was still a minister, but when I had a church, went into Sundays. 
and it went into um, the music team, the welcoming team, the Sunday team, school team, the morning tea team, out my the preaching, and there was no in it. There's, there's no there's no time left. There's no energy left really to go beyond that. I, I don't. But so while all our energy is focused on that, it's very hard in our busy worlds to do anything. So somehow I think that has to shift. Um, and one of the troubles is that that's our default and it will keep coming back to our default. And older people, myself included, that's that's what we know. So that's what we go back to. And somehow I think we've got to really shake that model up. We've got to be brave. We've got to be courageous. And we've got to get more, I call it bus seating, instead of sort of bus seating, we've actually got to get um, relational um, and we've got to get to know each other and be praying for each other and getting each other out into the world. I think our focus has gone on to teaching. I'm not against teaching. The Bible has to be prime, but um, we, that sometimes we do that. And it was exposed, I think, at COVID. Everyone went to having teaching online instead of somehow relationships, spending your time, ringing people up, talking to people, having people over, having neighbours over, um, connecting neighbours and Christian people and just um, being the church out there. But we've got to free up Sunday to enable that to happen. I sometimes wonder whether the Sunday morning large gathering has become such a sacred cow that it can't be can't be challenged. And you're right, it does tend to... Uh, become a vacuum for resources and personnel that prevents the church from doing other things just because of the sheer energy required to put on a large Sunday gathering every week. Yeah. Um, I mean, Evan, you're a worship leader, but, uh, you know, I was, I was talking to a minister uh, met with this week and I said, he's in the city, I said, scrap Sunday and go down to have a big, big market in the city every week. Go down to the market and get your music team down there singing in the city. Um, I think it was like, <laughs> what, what, what? And the people would be even more, what, what, what? Because I think even worship leaders, they think, this is it. It's in the city. It's in my church. But actually, I think it's actually got to be out in the city. Um, that's what's so great about streets. We, we send carolers out. We send musicians out. We contact shopping centres and public places and, and put musicians there. Look, there's a lot more work we've got to do with that, but. It's starting, that's just trying to get people to think it's not all about this Sunday um, thing, the golden cow that's become a little bit sacred, I think. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's a, um, I think that should be an ongoing discussion for church leaders around the country mm -hmm. as you know, we move into what is a, and I think a new season in our nation post-COVID. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. There's mm -hmm. been, there's been like a, a mark yeah. has been made that COVID, COVID has made and it does require a different approach. Um, anyway, we'll move on from there for now. I, I'm just not sure what happens at our training school. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's probably where there's got to be some shift because people come out with that mindset and then that just perpetuates that mindset. You mean in, in pastoral 